Good afternoon, everybody. I am the Common Sense American, and if you've been following along with the news yesterday and today, you know that Kevin McCarthy still has not managed to secure the Speaker gavel for the House, and he just failed in a fourth attempt uh, today, just about an hour ago, and it doesn't look like he's going to be able to uh, nail that down anytime soon. We have a, a small but very adamant group of opposing votes on the Republican side, uh, while at the same time, the Democrats are showing plenty of unity on their side, but that's really nothing new. They just won't vote for anybody who's a Republican anyway, so it's not exactly surprising. Um, it, interestingly, of course, McCarthy is from California. Um, there's a lot of people who really just don't believe that he would have uh, the party's best interests at heart. They don't want him as speaker. They've said that for months, even before the voting began. Um, another interesting note is that former President Donald Trump, um, he was waffling a little bit on this, and then he was silent about it. And then yesterday he came out and said that he wants McCarthy and that we should vote for him. He thinks he would do a good job. Um, but however, you know, no matter how you break this down, people, no matter how you look at this, it doesn't matter what angle you come at this from. It doesn't really even matter who we end up with as speaker. What this really solidifies is one glaringly obvious fact. And that is that the two-party system uh, is breaking down. And uh, th there's a reason why if you jump on um, any, any social media platform, Twitter, Meta, whatever, you will see uh, an increasing number of people who really don't want anything to do with either Democrats or Republicans, who um, either were independent before and are just being more vocal about it now, or people who are now independent because they just, they cannot get on board with either party. And you're seeing it at the highest levels. You're seeing even high-ranking members um, go independent. They don't, they just don't want any any, any part of this anymore. Um, uh, Christian Cinema being the latest uh, to do that. Tulsi Gabbard, obviously, last year, with plenty of attention around her switch. And, and remember, they're not switching to Republican side. They go independent, which is a different thing. Um, and there's been rumors that Joe Manchin might do the same thing. And he is, he's always said that if he does leave the Democrat party, he would be independent. You know, he wouldn't switch Republican. Um, and, the independent vote, if you look at the polls, is becoming more and more important because it appears as if the number of people who would vote independent or for another party is rising and rising rapidly. And the lack of, well, let's just say it, there, it the House is sort of in chaos right now, and the Republican Party seems to be sort of splitting, but only because there is a a minority of hard right, I think, what you would call uh, MAGA individuals, who are pushing this uh, a little farther. They don't want McCarthy. They're the minority. They're the ones saying they don't want him, but it's enough to keep him from getting speaker. Now, I'm not saying I want him as speaker. I'm not saying anything about speaker. I'm not saying anything about the House. I'm not saying anything about that right now. What I'm saying is that the GOP is in a very tenuous position. Now, I have spoken in the past about how the Democrat Party has just become sort of a, the most toxic group of uh, bullies and, and whack jobs that anybody's ever seen. And that remains true. Uh, that's not even a political party anymore. That's, that's, that's just, well, it's a party of propaganda. It's what they do. Um, there, there's, there's no saving that party. You don't ever vote for them because they're out of their goddamn minds. And we've, we've, enough has happened in the past few years 
to solidify that theory as fact, at least in my head and in the heads of many others. So ignore that. They're, they're going to implode on themselves at some point anyway because the propaganda artists can only last so long before the truth of, of various things start to come out. Um, ignore that for the time being. And I know that I've, you know many times I've said that you've got to go Republican just in order to retain some semblance of sanity and common sense in this country before it all blows up. But... One thing to remember, I've always been independent. I have never, I, I, I've never been with, with the GOP. I've always been an independent. I've always labeled myself um, as an independent with uh, right-leaning, conservative, libertarian views. And that hasn't changed. Um, so one of two things is going to have to happen at this point. Given this speaker vote, given the way things are in the Republican Party, given the fact that so many people who, while they are anti-Democrat because they're anti-toxic insanity, um, they are not finding a proper home in, in the Republican Party because I think they've been disappointed one too many times. You know, they can Republicans throw out a lot of these investigations and probes and we're going to do this and we're going to make people, we're going to hold a, um, certain people accountable for their actions. We're going after Fauci, we're going after Mayorkas, we're going after Biden. What, well, whatever. None of that means anything. You know, you can run a thousand inquiries into Hunter Biden. You all know nothing's going to happen. You did that with Hillary Clinton. Nothing happened. Um, the bottom line is they don't get us anywhere. Um, they, they talk a lot. They do, there's a lot of big talk going on for the GOP, but they really haven't done anything. And in, in their defense, not being in any majority in D.C., it's no surprise that nothing really goes anywhere. You can start all the investigations you want. You're still going to run into the blue wall in the House, the Senate, and, and the Biden administration. So it's no real surprise that they don't go anywhere. However, even if you have a House majority, and it's a slim one, but even with the majority, nobody has any faith that Republicans are going to change the direction of this country. Um, I suppose you could argue that they, they might have more faith in that if they took the White House in 2024, uh, which will, of course, be a critical election. But... I think what you're seeing is a lot of fatigue and a lot of frustration with the Republican Party right now. And I am urging everybody to consider, well, one of, like I said, one of two things has to happen. Either Republicans sort of get out of this rut that they're in of all talk and no action, and they start to become more unified, which I don't have any real faith in. Or people really start to consider talking about third party. Um, the two-party system, I, I think it worked for a while, but I think we've seen the cracks in that over the years. And now it's becoming to the, it's getting to the point where it, you can see that it almost doesn't work. It's creating two warring armies, neither of which the majority really seem to want. They, they seem to side with ideologies, so they vote for the party most closely uh, related to those ideologies. But if you ask them point blank, they're not the biggest fans of their candidates. They're not the biggest fans of people in Washington. Um, and especially for Republicans. They, they, as much as they will never vote Democrat right now, and rightfully so, um, they're not going to stand up there and say, yeah, I love our leaders in, in Washington right now, because they don't. The majority simply don't. Um, but again, you, you, you feel like an individual without a country. You, you have no home. And being an independent, I don't feel that way, though. I, I just think that I'm just an independent thinker, and I don't want any part of either one, and I'll vote the way I want to vote. I'm not, I don't feel beholden in any given way. Um, but it's, 
given the numbers, one wonders if a third party could rise. I, libertarians never make it out of 2 or 3%. It's, it's sort of pointless. Uh, maybe a version of that party, a new conservative party, a new Republican party, something that um, has most of the core values uh, that the GOP profess to have, but at the same time perhaps has um, a little bit more newfound energy. There is a stodginess in the, in the Republican Party and always has been. And we can sort of remove that, give themselves, give it a, a dynamic makeover for the 21st century um, and give it that sort of new America feel where it's like, okay, we want to, we like the idea of make America great again. Um, and as I've said in the past many times, that doesn't mean reverting to the way things were entirely. What it means is embracing the values that built this country. So we embrace those values while at the same time acknowledging that we are in a very different world and that the methods that were used two, 300 years ago will not work now and that the methods that you are used in Capitol Hill to get things done just aren't working now at all anyway. So there's a whole uh, ecosystem out there that is fracturing and we need to consider radical changes, dramatic changes to the entire structure. The two-party system, which it really has been, because you can talk about other parties that you want, they never do anything. There's, there's no real point in voting for them. We need an actual legitimate contender as a third option. And I, right now, I'm telling you, there is a very high percentage of people in this country that would be willing to look at that option. More of them would be from the right, but I'm, there's a hefty percentage on the left that would also be willing to look at that option as well, especially the moderate left. And I think we'd be, be surprised at just how many American citizens would entertain the idea of a brand new party, brand younger faces, but, you know, staunchly either uh, conservative with, with libertarian bents or um, freedom first, America first ideas, uh, destroy all the woke, get that crap out of there. Very similar to the way Florida and, and DeSantis um, have been running things down there. His speech yesterday was excellent. Um, you know, Florida will never surrender to the woke and this has become a, a bastion for freedom um, down here. And, and that, that would, I think, fly all across the country. And look at his numbers. I mean, DeSantis won in a landslide. That's He has turned that state into a pretty hard red state, and it was traditionally purple for decades. Um, that's no small feat for one man, and that has been sweeping through that state like wildfire, and it's working. Um, there's no reason why that can't extend into the rest of the country. And there are plenty, and again, don't also consider that Florida saw the highest... Um, population growth in 2022, almost 2% of any state in the country, there's a reason people are going there. Um, you know, there's a reason people are going to places like Texas and Idaho and Montana, and it's because people want more of that and less of the woke crap and less of the Democrat insanity. But I think there's, there's less of a pro-Republican vibe in Florida as there is a pro-American anti-Democrat vibe. That almost feels like a different party out there. It almost feels like DeSantis isn't really a Republican. It feels like he's almost something just a little bit different. And maybe that's the reason why he's so popular and doing so well. And you look at the speaker mayhem. I, I, the party doesn't even really know what it wants, isn't sure of the best way forward, isn't positive that there's one particular path to take 
to oust Democrats out of D.C. at this point. They don't know what the path is. They feel, and when you present the country with a very non-unified uh, view of, of the party, many people are going to react and say, you know, we're, we're really sick of this. This, this, is, we're, this is enough. Um, if you can't do it, we need a party that can. If you can't deliver on your words, we need a party that has similar words, but takes different paths to achieving them and actually achieves uh, what they say they're going to achieve. It's not just oh we got to get Biden out or oh we got to we, we got to stop the the liberal snowflakes or whatever. It's 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 more it's more of a concerted, direct, specific effort with specific ideas designed to do more than just oh expose the corruption of the current administration. And we, you know what? I think we all know it's pretty corrupt. I think we all know that Joe and Hunter have dealings overseas and always had. I think we I think we know these things. It's not going to do as much good to prove them because you know what? It won't matter. Their fans aren't going to change one iota. They're still going to vote for Biden. It doesn't matter what happens. Um, in that respect, considering that and considering the blue wall you're up against uh, in D.C. with a, with the Senate still being uh, favored Democrat and Biden obviously still there. Um, and even if he's not, if for some reason he's impeached or he has some sort of health issue, it's Kamala and she's worse and harder left than he is, if that's possible at this point. So you have to consider some radical changes if you want the country to get back on track because people have very little faith and confidence in the Republican Party to do it despite, um, you know, taking the midterms. And, you know, when people say, oh, why did they not, why did we not get the red wave? Um, people will point to a lack of really solid Republican candidates, especially on the Senate side. You could blame that, I suppose. Um, or you could cite the polling being off, as usual. Or you could say that um, there was some funny business going on with the polling, and I know a lot of people still believe that. You can say all those things. Personally, I think it's just because um, a whole lot of people who are sick to death with the entire situation of this country sick to death of Democrats, sick to death of the woke. I don't think they voted at all um, because they have no faith in Republicans to fix this. Uh, they certainly weren't going to vote Democrat, but they also didn't vote Republican, which is why you, they got the win. They got a narrow majority. They got the majority because there were enough people who said, okay, I, can't, I just can't deal with Democrats. I don't even care who's on the other side. I can't deal with them anymore. I'm going to vote and vote Republican. And there was a massive turnout. I understand there was a massive turnout. Um... But it doesn't add up to me. It doesn't add up in my head. I think there were a lot of, I know a lot of people who didn't vote because they don't trust the Republican Party and they can't vote for Democrats. And I have a bad feeling that same thing is going to happen in 2024 if we keep down, you know, going down the same path. If you are a Republican, a lifelong Republican, you can't look me in the eye and tell me flat out that you like where this party is right now. There's no way you say that. You might say, I, I'm a proud member of the party because of what they've done in the past, or I'm proud to be as far away from Democrats as possible. I believe you, but you can't tell me you're proud of what they've done in the past, I don't know, probably since Trump left. You, 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 there's nothing to be proud of. And again, it's hard to do in a, in a Democrat-dominated regime. I understand. But right now, you, you've got the majority of the House, and they still can't get it together. And I'm not surprised at all. Neither should you be surprised. I mean, there's no, no reason to be. They've shown that there are, we, we've shown cracks in the, in the 
in the Democrat Party. We're also seeing cracks in the Republican Party. The two-party system is failing. As every new month brings more evidence to prove that theory. We need a third party or we need a heavy renovation of, of, of both the Democrats and Republicans. There are a lot of moderate Democrats and normal human beings who just cannot stomach the far-left radicalism on the left. They need another option, too. So you either take both parties and completely de deconstruct them, just shut them down and start up again, which, probably, which of course, probably can't happen, um, or you create options on both sides. Maybe you create a new Democrat Party, a new Republican Party. And call them that, the new Republican Party, the new Democrat Party. See what happens. You will get a stunning response, will be my guess. I don't know who the faces of those movements should be. I know they should not be older individuals who we've all seen before and are entrenched in, in, in D.C. Uh, I don't think that should be Trump, for example. Um, but we need, we need new people. We need new people. We've always needed new people. We've needed new people for a while now. The, the geriatric clown show in Washington is, is embarrassing on all sides. So all of that needs to be either heavily reformed or we start talking about third parties or alternate parties. A third party uh, that, can, that either goes after everybody or an alternate party for Republican, an alternate party for Democrat. Um, and you would, get, you would get a lot of support. You would get a fair amount of support for that right now because it's, it's not about... Who votes for who anymore? It's about who votes for what. What these people stand for. What they're going to do. The kind of things they're trying to get passed in this country. It's less about faces and names and more about what they really are standing for. And there's such a massive gap between what the Democrats and Republicans stand for now. I have, I have done podcasts in the past wondering about this gap and the widening of it. And how we, how we would ever bridge that gap. Because at this rate, it only seems like civil wars are the only possibility. Because you're just growing farther and farther and farther apart. And people just start having to throw their, their lot in with either or. They're because there's no, there's no middle ground. There's no middle ground party. There's, no, there's nothing for those people. And the majority of this country is still middle ground. Or at least moderate one way or the other. That is the facts. Not everybody is far right. Not everybody is far left. And I think the, one of the biggest misconceptions is that people in each party think that everybody in the other party are all extremists. You, you see that in every single thing they say and do. They believe that. That they're all nuts on either side. Well, one of the reasons is because they never talk to each other and don't want to. Um, so they have really no clue. And the other, the other thing is that um, when the, the media being as divisive as it is, and wanting to create this massive gap and wanting to foster divisiveness throughout because it generates a whole lot of animosity and that generates a whole lot of activity online and that's how they, that's how they get advertising money. Uh, more people about, more people freaking out on each other, more people getting into these locked-in arguments online. It's more activity and more advertising bucks and more eyes on the whole issue even though it's not the right kind of attention. I don't, as usual, I, I only try and offer solutions and, and suggestions. Um, I don't pretend to have the answer. I don't think anybody should at this point. We are in unprecedented times. 
um, where these things just just don't happen, and you're suddenly seeing it. It's been a hundred years since this has happened in the House for for the Speaker vote, um, and it could become even more unprecedented as as the days go on here. Um, I think it's important to consider other options. I really do, and. There's no reason why. There are plenty of people out there who have a lot of power, a lot of influence, and a lot of money. Uh, what if Elon Musk started a new uh, party tomorrow? I wonder how it would do. Um, he was a Democrat his whole life until he switched red just a few years ago. Um, he is not on board with, a, with Republicans, really. He's more of an independent. He said vote red, and that was really more, again, somebody else who said you got to vote red because Democrats have gone off the deep end. But he's not really a full-blooded Republican. Now, is he? He's not. So it'd be interesting to see what kind of party he would do. Or, or uh, what if, if Christy Nome decided she's going to start her own party over there in, in, uh, in the Dakotas, just see what happens. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, there, there's a lot to consider because I think a lot, even the, the higher up people in the GOP, I think they're frustrated with their own party. They're not ready to leave, but they are ready to consider some pretty drastic alternatives. And I think it's important for them to actually consider them and for us to consider following them if they do branch off and try something else. Because um, you, you're, you're going to come to a complete standstill. You're going to come at a deadlock pretty soon. We sort of already are there, where you got exactly half the country doing this and exactly half the country doing that, and they're never going to change. And there's just, that's too much, that's, that's, that is the basis for civil war. That is a basis for... Um, really serious problems because at that point it doesn't become a political party versus a political party. It becomes one side versus the other in a country split down the middle and, and, you know, pick a side or, or be in trouble. And all of a sudden no moderates are even allowed. No, uh, no middle ground is even allowed. You, you have to pick a side. Um, and that's not what anybody wants um, because then that is the death of, uh, intelligent debate. That is the death of negotiation and um, and compromise and everything that's supposed to surround an actual civilization. What we're do what we are sliding back into is something that is not a civilization. Uh, it's just it's a banana republic. It's 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 falling apart. It's crumbling. It's ripping apart at the seams. There's, there's not much here to hold it in place and. That's why we start to think about new ways of doing things. These are turning points in the histories of countries down through the centuries. And I think it's important for us to consider other options at this point. So if you vote for Republican and always have, but you have uh, had a sort of premonition that this party just isn't going to do what you want it to do in the future, act on it. Now, I'm not saying that means vote for Democrat. I'm not saying it, doesn't, it means don't vote for Republican. What I'm saying is encourage. Go independent. Register as an independent. Show the country, show the polls and the census that you are not locked into any party, that you have your own free will and your own free mind, and you are going to vote RBC fit, but you don't have to align yourself with either side because you don't trust either side. I don't. And this is where I am. So that's my plea to everybody based on the events of the past day or two. And uh, I don't, again, the speaker thing, I don't know what's going to happen, but I can pretty much guarantee it probably won't have a dramatic impact on what happens in D.C. because nothing really happens in D.C. and the whole country is just kind of in a mess. <clears throat> if you want to change that, encourage our elected officials to do something uh, unprecedented and try something new.
So that's it for me. I appreciate you listening as always. Feel free to share with friends and family. And as always, keep an open mind about everything um, and reject the toxicity from the left. But at the same time, don't lock yourself into something that isn't working. So thank you again for listening and I will see you again next week.